Now, the making of a good compilation tape is a very subtle art. Are you ready? Yes. No, babe, are you ready? Do you know what a cassette is? Play it. Don't you want to hear what's next? I don't hear any music. I made that tape special for today. So, music? A show where we basically create a mixtape for you, like we did in the 90s. I just, I thought this tape was going to be a conversation stimulator. Cassette, cassette, cassette. Welcome to the mixtape. Every week we are serving up an hour-long mixtape. 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 90.3 KRNU, welcome to the mixtape. We got a new one this week, although I am flying solo. Hi, I'm Casey, I'm your host, and this week we are going to be talking about the music of Georgia. Georgia has been in the news a lot lately. We've got all the recounts in Georgia and then the 2020 Senate runoff in Georgia as well. So lots of news from Georgia, and I thought, you know, we've been talking a lot about Georgia and what's interesting and slightly weird about Georgia, but we should also talk about the amazing music that has come out of Georgia, and there has been plenty of it. So today we're joining the devil down in Georgia for 10 tracks from bands or groups or individuals from Georgia. Georgia, like most southern states, has a pretty rich musical tapestry. We've got southern rock, like the Allman Brothers. We've also got pioneers like Ray Charles, and then hippie faves like Widespread Panic, all of them from Georgia. Atlanta is the home of huge hip-hop stars like Ludacris and TLC. It's also home to a band that has seven number one hits, but most of us have forgotten about. So we are going to kick off the mixtape with Collective Soul. Yeah, Collective Soul, you remember them from the 90s? They took their name from an Ayn Rand book, The Fountainhead, although they're quick to say that they're not super into Ayn Rand or anything like that. Ed Roland, the lead singer, has been at a bunch of different projects. He's an artist, but he's also an engineer, and he made a demo with some dudes. They weren't even really a band when Collective Soul started out, just some musicians. They wanted to kind of make a song, you know, jam together a little bit. So they made something and gave it to a radio station who played the song, and it was called Shine. As you may or may not recall, Shine was a pretty big deal. So the radio station played it, people loved it, and Atlantic signed them, and they released the demo Hints, Allegations, and Things Left Unsaid. That was in 1993. At the time, grunge was very much happening, and Collective Soul, they had something that worked with grunge, but it certainly wasn't grunge. So after that album, they did a second album, self-titled, and that had songs like December, Where the River Flows, and The World I Know. That was a little more melodic, kind of um, Goo Goo Dolls-y, I guess I would say. And that sort of took over the airwaves. Triple platinum. People love that one too. Due to some legal issues, they didn't put out another album until 97 called Disciplined Breakdown. That had two more singles though, Precious Declaration and Listen. So when you think of Collective Soul, you probably don't think that they continued well into the 2000s, but they certainly did. In fact, the song Heavy was from the album Dosage, and that was one of their their later works. I love Collective Soul. I think they're so often forgotten. We always remember bands like Matchbox 20 and Three Doors Down, and that's great. But Collective Soul had a ton of hits. They're one of those bands that's a bit of a sleeper. You don't think about them as being a really popular band, but they did incredibly well for themselves. And I'm going to say this. These songs hold up. So I'm going to play my favorite collective soul jam on this Georgia mixtape. This is Gel on 90.3 KRNU. Color me color. Speak to me and talk. 
90.3 KRNU. Welcome back to the mixtape. We are playing jams from Georgia. Now, there are so many groups from Georgia. It's really hard to even do it justice with 10. And it's a it's a huge, diverse musical scene because we've got Americana bands. We've got kind of a traditional rock, Southern rock, obviously. But there's a huge rap and hip hop tradition and soul everything in between. You just heard from one of uh, my favorite Athens bands. You gotta love the B-52s, formed in Athens in 1976. The B-52s are Fred Schneider with that, like, yes, see, I faded that that voice. Kate Pearson, Cindy Wilson are sort of the lineup that most people are familiar with. They're bright and colorful and big beehive hairs, and there's, there's like a 50s and 60s thing, but turned up to be a little trashy, but in the best possible way. So hooray for the B-52s. That was Rock Lobster. The mixtape this week is 10 songs from Georgia, and there's so much to say about all of them, but I want to stay in Athens because you cannot do a mixtape about songs from Georgia without acknowledging the R.E.M. in the room. R.E.M. is a band synonymous with college rock. We are a college station, so I mean, it it just fits in so many ways. R.E.M. formed in 1980 in Athens again. Uh, It's a college town. So you get some pretty high-minded, artsy, interesting, experimental stuff. Re, the B-52s, and R.E.M. R.E.M. is one of the first bands to be associated with this label of alternative or college rock. It's Michael Stipe, Peter Buck, Mike Mills, Bill Berry. They met uh, around college age, bonded over music, like a lot of people do, bands like Television and The Velvet Underground. And then they all dropped out of college, which you should not do, kids, but, you know, it worked out for them. They pursued the band R.E.M., So in 1981, they recorded Radio Free Europe, still one of my favorite R.E.M. songs. They only pressed a thousand copies of that. They sold out that first run. The New York Times then listed Radio Free Europe as one of the 10 best singles of the year. R.E.M. came along at a time, you got to think about 1980, 1981. We were just moving out of disco and R.E.M. was like the antithesis of that, right? It's stripped down. It's vulnerable. It's not glossy. There's no high production values. And music is cyclical like that. The thing that we really get into, then all of a sudden there's this antidote to it. Um, and very often, unfortunately, that's accompanied by a backlash for the first thing. But I'm going to posit that the first thing doesn't have to be bad for us to be a little sick of it. Sometimes things get too big and you need to step away and do a different thing for a while. Like, I love disco, but I don't want to eat ice cream for every meal. You know, sometimes you need a salad. So their first big album, their first full album, excuse me, was called Murmur. That was in 83. And R.E.M., uh, they work. They work and they tour. They put out an album a year until Green in 1988, so five in a row. In 1987, Rolling Stone declared R.E.M. America's best rock and roll band. And that was at a time when hair bands were real big. In 1996, they re-signed with Warner Brothers for $80 million, which was rumored to be the largest recording contract of all time at that time. So again, for a band like R.E.M., you know, you don't, they're not Aerosmith or something. You don't think of them when you think of rock and roll bands, but they did quite well. They've had a lot of ups and downs, notable health issues, those kinds of things. And then they were just getting older and they ended up disbanding in 2011. All in all, they made 15 studio albums and you will recognize 
huge hits like Everybody Hurts, What's the Frequency, Kenneth, Losing My Religion, Superman. They're honestly one of the most influential bands of all time. And it is hard to take an indie or an alternative band now and not draw a line straight back to R.E.M. But I want to take it back to the very beginning for R.E.M. So we're going to go Radio Free Europe. This is the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
Georgia, Georgia, the whole day through, just an old sweet song keeps Georgia on my mind. Said a Georgia, Georgia, a song of you comes as sweet and clear as moonlight through the pines. Other arms reach out to me Other eyes smile tenderly Still in the peaceful dreams I see The road leads back to you I said, Georgia No peace I find Just an old sweet song Keeps Georgia on my mind out to me Other eyes smile tenderly Still in peaceful dreams I see the road leads back to you Whoa Georgia, no peace, no peace I find, just an old sweet song, keeps Georgia on my mind. KRNU, welcome back to the mixtape. This week, I'm flying solo and playing music from Georgia. The state of Georgia, big in the news right now because of all the recounts, but then the Senate runoffs. So I've been thinking about Georgia a lot lately, honestly. Georgia on my mind. Ouch, that dad joke was actually painful for me. In any event, Ray Charles, Georgia on my mind, his 1960 hit. That was the first of his three career number ones on the Billboard Hot 100. Ray Charles is from 
Albany, Georgia. He was born in 1930. Uh, he died in 2004, but Ray Charles was such an incredible staple. He did so many wonderful things. He received the Kennedy Center Honors, the National Medal of Arts. He won a bunch of Grammys, uh, 17, 17 or 18, I believe. And he got the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in the late 80s. I remember watching that show. We are playing songs from Georgia this week. This is the Georgia mixtape. So we're going to move on from Ray Charles into a different type of soul, a different continuation of that Southern musical tradition. And we're going to talk about Arrested Development. In the early 90s, gangster rap was everywhere, East Coast, West Coast. But a rapper named Speech and his friend Headliner um, were from the South. They had a very uniquely Southern musical take. Uh, on social issues, because social issues in Atlanta, Georgia, are going to feel different than in New York City or in L.A. So they wanted to take some of that musical tradition from the South and pair it with these Afrocentric lyrics to make hip hop. But their big thing was they didn't want to just reflect all of the negative things that were going on. They wanted to make some positive, inspirational and aspirational hip hop. So they did. And they formed a band called Arrested Development. Their debut album, Three Years, Five Months and Two Days in the Life of, was a huge splash in 1993 and a total breath of fresh air. George is really good at that. Really good at making the antidote to the popular music at the time. So Arrested Development won a couple Grammys in 93, Best New Artist and Best Rap Performance by a Duo or Group, which was very big that year. They were also named Band of the Year by Rolling Stone. That album had Tennessee and Mr. Wendell. Mr. Wendell is a song about a homeless man. So lots of social issues sprinkled throughout. That's sort of their deal. They also worked with Spike Lee for the Malcolm X biopic. Arrested Development did not stay together as a cohesive group for long because they're a bit of a collective. Um, There are a lot of people in Arrested Development that kind of came and went and did their own solo things too. So they burned out kind of fast in terms of a formal band. And they broke up in 96 after just one more album where they covered everyday people from Sly and the Family Stone. Arrested Development have reunited, though. In fact, I saw them a couple years ago up in Sioux City, and they were fantastic. So time for an Arrested Development song. And even though it's Georgia week, I'm going to play the song Tennessee. It's a song Speech wrote about two events, his grandma's funeral in Tennessee and his brother's death shortly after. So here's Arrested Development. It's Tennessee Tennessee. on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. Tennessee, 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 Tennessee. Lord, I've really been real stressed, down and out, losing grass. Although I am black and grass, problems got me pessimistic. Brothers and sisters keep messing up. Why does it have to be so damn tough? I don't know where I can just to let these ghosts out of my skull. My grandma passed, my brother's gone. I never at once felt so alone. You're supposed to be my steering wheel Not just my spare tire But Lord, I ask you To be my guide For some truth For some strange reason it had to be He guided me to Tennessee Take me to Country, and into more countries, fast eyes burn, 
Welcome back to the mixtape. It's 90.3 KRNU. I am Casey, and we are talking about bands and artists from Georgia. There is a huge musical tradition in Georgia, and we've got a little bit of everything. Country, rock, alternative, pretty much everything you can think of, and a fantastic hip-hop and soul tradition from Georgia. Folks like Otis Redding and Gladys Knight, Ray Charles, moving into more contemporary manifestations of soul and rhythm and blues, we've got sort of this 90s hip hop and soul emergence. So what we just heard was TLC. TLC formed in Atlanta, Georgia with T-Boz and Left Eye. And then uh, the original lineup, Crystal Jones, but she was later replaced by Chili. And they worked with Jermaine Dupri. Then they got very much wrapped up with uh, Perry Reed or Pebbles was her stage name. She actually had a couple hits in the 80s. Girlfriend, Mercedes Boy. She's pretty dope. But she was the wife of L.A. Reed. So she had um, L.A. Reed and herself signed them to her subsidiary called Pebitone and came up with the, the acronym TLC for Tion, Lisa and Crystal. Once Crystal was out and Chili was in, that became T-Boz, Left Eye, and Chili. It came out with Ooh on the TLC tip in 1992 on LaFace, uh, which is a subsidiary of Arista. They were managed by Pebitone. It was a whole situation then. And that album had like a very new Jack Swing, Ain't Too Proud to Beg, Baby, 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 and the one you just heard, What About Your Friends? Uh, TLC, of course, went on to do amazing things. Crazy Sexy Cool was their album in the mid-90s. They very, very famously filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in the mid-90s as well. There have been a lot of documentaries and things made on that, but... um, Needless to say, they had some money troubles. Then they went on to Fan Mail, which was a huge album for them as well. That one featured no scrubs. And then unfortunately, in the early 2000s, Lisa Lopez died in a car crash in Honduras. And the band, um, while they have come back and done some other musical projects and they've appeared on things, the the band TLC is just never going to be TLC again without Left Eye. This week, we are doing 10 songs from artists, bands from Georgia. Now, we have got to address the amazing country music that has come out of Georgia. Southern rock and rock country, like the Allman Brothers, to like pure country country. Trisha Yearwood, Zach Brown, Travis Tritt, uh, Luke Bryan, I believe, is from Georgia as well. And frankly, we could do it for a couple of weeks. So we just had to pick sort of one country artist to stand for the rest. And I'd like to believe that all these country artists would be pretty thrilled with the one I chose because it's Alan Jackson. And who doesn't love Alan Jackson? Uh, my husband won a karaoke contest at a Mexican resort by singing Chattahoochee. His prize was a bottle of champagne that was actually just complimentary because it was an all-inclusive. But you know what? He drank it with pride, folks. He drank that 80-degree all-inclusive resort champagne with pride. And you know what? I'm proud of him. Alan Jackson was born in 1958. He's a singer-songwriter, of course. He is from a place called Noonan, Georgia. Alan Jackson was one of the biggest country stars of the 90s. He is in the Country Music Hall of Fame. He's in the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame. He's in the Georgia Music Hall of Fame. Alan Jackson. You know Alan Jackson. He's had so many hits, I don't quite know where to start. And he is still making music. Angels and Alcohol, 
Uh, his last album came out uh, just a couple years ago, I think 2016, maybe. So we're talking about a discography that is well over 25 albums. I've got to give props to Alan Jackson by playing everyone's favorite song. And by everyone, I mean everyone at the Dreams Cancun Resort. It's Chattahoochee on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
90.3 KRNU, welcome back to the mixtape. We are playing songs from bands and groups and individuals who are from the great state of Georgia because Georgia's all over the news right now with the Senate race and the recounts. We've been looking at Georgia a lot. They have surprised us recently, and I would tell you, as a person who loves music, Georgia's been surprising me my whole life. We've got bands like R.E.M., We've also got people like Ray Charles and Gladys Knight. We've got groups like TLC and Arrested Development. We've got Alan Jackson and Trisha Yearwood. If it's good enough for Garth Brooks, I don't know why it wouldn't be good enough for us. So Georgia has always been fantastic and surprising and interesting, taking a lot of these Southern music traditions and molding them into something that's really different for us. And I think this next band really exemplifies that. Georgia, Atlanta specifically, has been called very famously by the New York Times, hip hop's center of gravity. They've had a lot of R&B, hip hop, rap, neo soul, everything. Again, we've got Arrested Development, Criss Cross, Jermaine Dupree, Ludacris, CeeLo, Childish Gambino, Sierra, Tag Team. I mean, whoop, there it is, can still get it. T.I., Usher? Okay, now I just sound like Tom Haverford. It doesn't matter. We got to give it up for the group that has made some of the most interesting, intricate hip-hop I have ever heard, and that is Outkast. Outkast was formed in 92 in East Point, Georgia, so you've got Andre 3000 and you've got Big Boy. Uh, very different in style, but what I love about Outkast is they dress incredibly eclectically. You've got wigs and kind of a thrift vibe. It's like the B-52s of hip-hop. It's bright colors, it's interesting, it's lots of different kind of fashion and aesthetic things put together to make something that, at that time anyway, was not really associated with hip-hop acts. So Outcast is the raddest. They formed as high school students 1992, and then they put out Southern Playalistic Cadillac Music in 94, um, which was kind of a regional success. I think one of the songs, Player's Ball, maybe got like cracked the billboard, but it wasn't the Hot 100. It was like hot hot rap tracks. But it was a big enough regional hit that people were like, okay, who are these guys? Then in 96, ATLians. And then um, right after Aquemini. But it wasn't until 2000 with Stank Anya that everyone, and when I say everyone, I mean all of us people in the Midwest are like, wait, who? Because that album had Miss Jackson and B.O.B. And it was just, it was funky and it was hard hitting and it was incredibly fast, but it also had a lot of these layered, interesting samples. In 2003, they released a double album, Speaker Box and The Love Below. The album, Speaker Box and The Love Below, was really billed as you've got kind of Andre's side and you've got Big Boy's side of the album. They were both on both sides, but one had a very Andre 3000 feel and the other had a very Big Boy feel. So Speaker Box took on a very Big Boy feel. Um, songs like The Way You Move. And then The Love Below had some really amped up songs like Hey Ya on it. So they did some of the pieces individually. After that much success, they had sort of developed recording styles and studio styles that maybe didn't gel as well with the party atmosphere that their other albums had had during the recording process. So they did some of the work on their own and then uh, ultimately came together to make a really, really great double album. They put out Idlewild after that and then went on hiatus for a good amount of the late aughts. And they have performed together several times since. So here's the thing to understand about Outkast. It's like you take all the cool, psychedelic, really interesting stuff about George Clinton and Sly Stone, and you add this Southern rock 
um, Miami bass, booty bass stuff to it. And you get country and you get gospel and you add it all together in this blender. And what comes out is the genius that is Outcast. So here is Outcast, Bombs Over Baghdad on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. Yeah, it's from national underground thunder pounds when I stop the ground Like a million elephants and silverback orangutans You can't stop a train Who wants up? Don't come unprepared I'll be there, but when I leave there Better be a household name Brother man telling us it ain't gonna rain So now we sit in a brown top soaking wet In a silk suit trying not to sweat Hit some assaults without the net But this be the year that we won't forget One nine nine
KRNU, 
This is the mixtape, and I know I gave you whiplash with those last two songs going in together. But you know what? I will not apologize. You're in my brain now. That was Atlanta's own Seven Dust. The song is called Waffle. Now, Outcast into Seven Dust might seem strange, but here's why I wanted to play that. Seven Dust really came out of Atlanta, same place as Outcast, in 1994, roughly the same time as Outcast. And Seven Dust has a black lead singer in Lejean Witherspoon. So I think it's important to note that communities are not monoliths, and one group is not representative of an entire group of people, whether that be a town or a region or a race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, whatever. Bands are interesting. They are unique and they are totally individual. So I actually love playing Seven Dust and Outcast back to back because I think it is in no way reflective of the black community in Atlanta in the mid 90s because nothing could possibly be reflective of the black community in Atlanta in the mid 90s. Everybody's different. Every band's different. And I think that's great. Seven Dust is my favorite of kind of the old school 90s metal TVT crowd. TVT Records had a ton of bands like this. This was just sort of their brand at TVT. And Seven Dust was just such a mainstay for rock radio at that time. Several albums. You've got self-titled in, I think, 97. And then they played on OzFest, which is what, you know, metal bands would do in the late 90s. You had Home and Animosity. Seasons was great. And they're still making music. Seven Dust tours their road dogs. And since 1997, they have had 13 albums. Their most recent is called Blood and Stone. It was released just a couple months ago. So I love Seven Dust. I love LeJean Witherspoon. I love Atlanta and I love Georgia. And all of this music hasn't even scratched the surface of all the things that Georgia has to offer. I would be remiss if I didn't mention bands like Mastodon. Impossible to list everybody fantastic from Georgia, but we've tried to cover it. From Alan Jackson to the B-52s to Seven Dust to Outcast. There's a little bit of everything in Georgia for you. So as we end the mixtape and you go back to your Christmas music, I would encourage you to turn on some Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree. She's from Georgia. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 